boys and girls. This is Miss Kathy. We're in the middle of the Christmas season, and we thought we'd bring you some stories from Guide's Greatest Christmas Stories. After the Christmas season, we'll be returning to our regularly scheduled shoebox mystery books. Christmas is a special time of year, a time to celebrate the birth of baby Jesus, who was born in a stable. Shepherds, after being serenaded by angels, rushed over to find the baby lying in a manger. Wise men, carrying gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh, followed a bright star until it led them to the baby king. What about you? Will this Christmas bring you closer to Jesus? I hope so, and I hope that the Jesus of Christmas will live in your heart throughout the year. Helen Lee Robinson, Editor Seven Suitcases by Beverly Irvine How am I ever going to get this shut, John thought as he placed the last article of clothing into the suitcase. He pushed and groaned, perspiration beating on his forehead and nose and trickling down his face, but the suitcase defied every effort. In desperation, he cried out to his sister, Come and help me shut this thing! Their holiday at Perth, on the southwest coast of Australia, was at an end. They wished they could stay longer because they had enjoyed their vacation very much, but they were to leave the Sunshine City by train at four that afternoon. Fancy having to go home on Christmas Eve, John grumbled as he struggled with the catch while Ruth sat firmly on the lid. Others are just beginning their holidays, but we have to go home. I bet we'll have a hard time getting a taxi cab. Cheerful Charlie, Ruth remarked as with a mighty heave the catch caught in the socket and the bulging contents of the suitcase were finally trapped inside. The road outside their guesthouse was busy all morning as cars sped in both directions, carrying people to their holiday cabins. After lunch, however, there was a noticeable decline in the number of vehicles. By mid-afternoon, there was not a car to be seen. Mother made a final inspection of the house as Father counted the suitcases to be sure none had been forgotten. Seven, he sighed. I do hope we can get them all into a taxi. Why do we have to have so much luggage? The children knew which suitcases they were to carry, so armed with their loads, they struggled out to the porch to wait while Father went to hail a cab. Minutes ticked by, and the children grew restless. Where was Father, and what could be keeping him so long? Mother glanced anxiously at her watch and exclaimed, Oh, it's almost 3.30. If we don't hurry, we'll miss the train. Mother walked over to the telephone booth on the corner of the street. She placed some coins in the rack and dialed the number. It seemed like forever before anyone answered, but at last there came a voice. Mother frantically pushed the button for the coins to slide into the box, but the box was already full and wouldn't accept any more coins. And because the coins would not go into the box, Mother was not able to call for a taxi. About this time, Father returned to announce that he had walked three blocks and passed three taxi stands, but there was not a taxi to be seen. Just then, a taxi turned the corner. Father quickly hailed it. As the driver slowed down to a halt, the children hurried over with the suitcases. The driver took one look at them and muttered, I'm sorry, I can't take all those suitcases, and then he drove off. Father's mouth sagged and his eyes bulged as he watched the taxi go out of sight. The children looked at one another in disbelief. Mother remarked, Well, what do you think of that? It looks as though we won't make the four o'clock train, and you all know how difficult it is to get tickets at this time of the year, Father said. Let's bow our heads in prayer. So there on the street corner, the whole family bowed their heads while Father offered a simple plea to God to help them in this difficult situation. God sometimes answers prayers quickly, and to everyone's surprise, a taxi was pulling up to the curb as they opened their eyes. You look as though you want a taxi, said a cheerful voice. Where do you want to go? To the interstate rail terminal, please. We have to catch the transcontinental at four. 
Father was already lifting his suitcase into the cab. The driver glanced at his watch and whistled. You're cutting it close. We'll have to hurry if we're going to make it. Fortunately, there isn't much traffic on the road, so if you'll just hold on, we'll step on the gas. With that, the taxi took off with a jerk. Mother closed her eyes because she hated going so fast, but the children enjoyed every minute of the ride. You're an answer to prayer, my friend, father said to the driver. We've been trying to get a taxi for almost an hour and had just about despaired of missing our train. We closed our eyes and prayed, and when we opened our eyes, there you were. God answered our prayer right away. That's interesting, said the taxi driver. I'm not on duty today. I was on my way to my mother's for Christmas Eve dinner when I saw you standing on the corner. Something seemed to tell me that you were in trouble and needed a taxi, so I pulled over. I'm sure it was God who told you to stop and help us, and we are very grateful to you for your kindness, Father said. It was 3.55 when the taxi pulled in at the terminal. The children grabbed their suitcases and hurried toward the ticket turnstile while Father stayed to pay the driver and to thank him again. Count it as a Christmas present, the driver said with a grin, refusing the money Father held out to him. I was pleased to be the answer to your prayer. Christmas will be more meaningful to me now that I've helped someone in need. Merry Christmas, my friend. And with that, he drove away. Father stood there and offered a short prayer of thanks to the Heavenly Father, and suddenly realizing the time, he raced down the platform to where four small hands waved excitedly. Father jumped onto the train, the guard blew the whistle, and the train slid noiselessly out of the station. They were all on board, and so were the seven suitcases. The story you have heard today is from God's Greatest Christmas Stories, a compilation from various writers for Guide Magazine, edited by Helen Lee Robinson and used with permission from the Pacific Press Publishing Association. As our special gift to you, we will be sharing one of these stories every day between now and Christmas. If you're interested in any other books published by the Seventh-day Adventist Church, please visit AdventistBookCenter.com or call 1-800-765-6955. This podcast is a production of the Carolina Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church. 